Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. Welcome to this episode of Changing Lanes, the official podcast of BMW. My name is Jonathan. And my name is Sarah. And today on the podcast, we are talking all about car sharing. Yes, it's a great thing, Jonathan. You know, my first car sharing experience was like, it was almost 10 years ago. It was, I think, 2011 Mm -hmm. when BMW back then came out with the Drive Now car sharing program. I mean, nowadays it's it's Share Now together with Car2Go, but back then it was just BMW and it was so great. You know, we used to have our own car and then the lease was up and then we just decided, you know, We live in a big city. There's never any parking. It's actually really a pain to own your own vehicle. We don't really drive that often. So if we do need a car once in a while, it's so much more convenient to just do car sharing. And it was Mm. fantastic. And I also have to mention, it was also using DriveNow was the first time I drove an electric car because they had several e-cars in the fleet of the DriveNow program. Oh, wow. Super, super great. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I remember my first car sharing experience. I had my I have my bike. I drive my bike through the city and my bike was in the repair shop. And lo and behold, I needed to be somewhere that I knew that it would be easier just to get there with my bike or with a car. And it would be so it would take twice as long to get there with public transportation. So I found the app on on how to do it. And the first time that I did it, I kind of felt like I was breaking into somebody's car. (laughs) Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just, you know, Mm -hmm. held the card to the scanner thing and it opened and I was like, this is way too easy. And, And that's what it's about, the ease of it all, the sharing of it all. And it was right around the corner from where I live. And I just thought, this is a great function and feature, if I need a car in a pinch, I can just book it on the app and then go around the corner where it's parked and use it if it's there. So you said it, Jonathan, car sharing should be easy. All you got to do is open your car share app, find a car, get in and drive. Exactly. So for all our listeners, whether you've had your first car sharing experience already or whether you're a newbie, We've got some tips on how to make the entire journey as smooth as possible for you. Exactly, exactly. All right, here we go with tip number one. Now, lots of car sharing services, they offer discounts and bonus minutes. And yes, car sharing is relatively inexpensive, but I mean, who doesn't like a discount, right? Yeah, I, I everyone <laughs> loves a discount, of course, of course. Exactly. So, you know, sometimes finding those discounts, it can be tricky. So here is the trick. If you subscribe to their newsletter or follow them on social media, car sharing companies, they're going to use their platforms to keep customers coming back for more, right? So why not make use of it? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a case when it is worthwhile to subscribe to newsletters. I know every company seems to have its own newsletter, but when it comes to car sharing, it may definitely pay off in terms of discounts. So do check out those newsletters. Mm. Okay, Jonathan, let's give our listeners right away the next tip, which is that refueling is better than not refueling. Mm -hmm. Okay, so hang on. This might seem counterintuitive, but just hear me out. So many of the service providers offer you bonus minutes if you refuel the car sharing vehicle when the fuel tank goes below a certain level. So, for example, 25%. 
Exactly. And, you know, this happened to me recently. I actually had to refuel the car that I was uh, doing car sharing with, and I was rolling my eyes about it. I didn't want to do it. And then when I got the bill a few days later, I got these bonus minutes for my next car share. And it's like, awesome, super bonus. You know, I mean, of course, I mean, many people do find refueling kind of a drag. But when you do it with a car sharing vehicle, you get rewards. So it is worth it. Exactly. All right. Tip number three is to learn from entrepreneurs. So what many people don't know is that car sharing can also be a viable solution for business, mm-hmm. corporations, yeah. startups, you know, even the sole freelancer. They all benefit from these good conditions. Totally. And a lot of these fleets for businesses, it can even be a tax write-off for travel. So you definitely need to look into it if you are a business person or a company, for sure. Exactly. Okay, tip number four is to stay dry. (laughs) So not surprising, whenever it rains, suddenly there's a huge demand for cars, for car sharing, (laughs) which makes sense, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so when you do know that rain is in the forecast, it would help to periodically check how many cars are available in your area. And, you know, you will have more options, of course, if you use several different car sharing providers. I mean, you know, Jonathan, think about it. You know you'll need a car in a few days and the weather forecast is rainy for the whole week. So the best thing to do is to be proactive and see what cars are available ahead of time so you don't end up being stuck in the rain. Exactly. Literally stuck in the rain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. you're such a good planner. Thank you for that tip. That's awesome. All right, tip number five is also a proactive one, and it is to become an early bird. Now, not too many people know this, but some providers offer free reservations between midnight and 6 a.m. on the weekdays. I didn't know about this until just recently. So Mm -hmm. the cliche, typical road trip dad that says something like, oh, I want to get an early start to avoid traffic. Yes, it's cliche, but it could actually benefit you by getting you where you need to go cheaper and faster. See, so it does pay to get up early. Exactly. I'm always saying that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, tip number six is to hop in and ask. You know, Jonathan, a lot of the car sharing companies have a GPS system in their cars. But instead of just typing in airport and driving to the airport and then endlessly looking for a parking spot, Mm. what you can do is, in fact, ask the GPS more specific things to look for. So, for example, you can ask for airport parking and the car sharing GPS might have special destinations in there for you already to quickly find what you need and get you exactly where you need to go. So don't be afraid to ask. That's what I always say. Exactly. Exactly. And just to tell a little story about this that just came to mind, I did the exact same thing. I typed in airport parking and I knew exactly where I Mm -hmm. needed to go. But there's this one guy that had a rental car. And you know when you go over those that that speed bump that has spikes going backwards? He went down the wrong avenue or wherever and he put his rental car into reverse and reversed over those spikes. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh, God. It's the kind of thing you think should never happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is a huge tip, especially if you need to get to the airport parking and you need to know where it is exactly so you don't have that experience like Mm -mm. this guy did. No, and watch out for those spikes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Tip number seven, 
DJs off of tip number six, which is check your destination. In order to avoid frustration when you arrive, especially with this guy with the spiked tires, mm -hmm. use the app before you leave so you ensure that there is a permitted parking area near where you want to go. Then you can arrive on time and in a good frame of mind. Yeah, that drives me crazy. You yeah. know, when you just go somewhere, you're like early, you think you're early, and then suddenly you realize, hang on, where's the parking? Mm -hmm. Or there is no parking, or ugh, the parking is like super far away. Like, I hate that. Yeah. So, you know, that's definitely something to kind of think about ahead of time or plan for ahead of time. Exactly. 100%. So when you do get to your destination, don't forget there might be another car sharing customer ready to take the car to their next destination. So, Jonathan, that brings us to our next tip, number eight, which is just to simply hand over directly to the next customer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's quick and easy. And then you actually avoid having to look for a parking space. <laughs> yeah. So that's really win-win. Exactly. You know, and sometimes car sharing apps will actually allow you to hand over the car face-to-face -to, -face to the next customer, and all they have to do is come to meet you and you hand over the keys. It sounds like an awesome situation, especially if the person's waiting there. You can just meet them where they are and just hand it over and not worry about that parking spot. Yeah, and sometimes car sharing apps will even allow you to hand over the car face-to-face -to, -face to the next customer. Amazing. Awesome. And on to tip number nine is a genius move if ever there was one. Car sharing even on vacation. Yes, this is such a good idea. And the weird thing is that hardly anyone seems to be doing it. Yeah, I know, right? It just makes sense. But you don't really think about it because you're on vacation. You're not really thinking about, you know, getting a car sharing situation when you're on vacation. But some companies do offer their services in many of the major European and American cities. So all you really have to do is just adjust your account settings on the app to allow for international usage before you go and then you're all set. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I actually did this the last time I was on vacation. And Jonathan, it was great. Really? We didn't have to rely on public transportation. We didn't have to figure out how to buy a ticket in a new city. Mm -hmm. We just hopped into a car sharing vehicle we drove around we took a day trip and also instead of hitting all of those tourist traps and not getting you know like a real sense of the city it allowed us to just really get a real feeling for the area and it, we had a great time it was super that sounds amazing sounds amazing such a great tip all right, so there you have it, our nine car sharing tips to make your car sharing experience as easy as pie. Like I said, I mean, car sharing has so many advantages, especially in urban centers that are really crowded and looking for parking. You're also being more environmentally conscious by not owning uh, your own vehicle and having more cars on the road. So you're reducing CO2 emissions and you're also saving a bit of money. Exactly. And that idea of handing over the car at the end to somebody to meet them face to face. I mean, nowadays, it's great to meet somebody new and say, you know, I was here. Where are you going? And start a conversation and enjoy that car sharing experience, not just for yourself, but also for other car sharing members as well. Indeed. Indeed. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Changing Lanes. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to our podcast for future episodes. And to dive deeper into all things BMW, head on over to BMW.com to learn more. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jonathan. And this has been Changing Lanes. See you next time. <laughs>